No playing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to D20 Dudes, the tabletop role-playing podcast where the die decides our topic. I am Dylan. I'm Molly. And today's a charisma check where we're going to just talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Our turn to decide. It's our turn to yeah. decide. It really, yeah, honestly, like it's your turn to decide because you're the one that made the list. But the the die, the die decides our topic. Yeah, but you decided what all the values mean. I sort of. I'm kind of struggling to populate the list now. Oh. I need to get something new to like oh. push up in there. You gotta re you reevaluate your values. <laughs> Revaluate. Yeah, you gotta reevaluate. You gotta reevaluate so you can revaluate. Sure. Yeah. Molly, today was dumb at work. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> so it it stormed today. Mm-hmm. A blessing from the storm father mm-hmm. came in. Mm-hmm. Um. And and the sky started getting real dark real fast, like real fast. Mm-hmm. It, it's like obvious, like, all right, it's going to be pissing down rain within 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my coworkers, Daniel, he comes in and he walks everywhere. I don't know where he lives. I don't think it's too far away from where we work. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, he, he comes in and he, he gets his usual stuff. And I'm like, dude, it. You're about to be walking around out there in that storm. Like it's gonna like, suck. And he's like, did nah, you bring it'll be like, fine. Did you bring something? I'm stronger than the weather. <laughs> he's just like, no, nah, it'll be fine. I'll get home. Like I'll I'll get a little wet, but I'll be I'll get home first. Uh, I was like, sure, okay. And then I go on my lunch break, and I'm sitting outside, just hanging out, listening to my audiobook. And uh, it's it like I said, it starts pissing down rain, just really coming down in sheets. And about five minutes after that, Daniel comes rushing back, <laughs> completely soaked, head to toe. I was like, hey, dude, it's raining. Do you know that? <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, did you look and outside? So like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so he hangs out. He, he's in the store for like 20, 30 minutes, just like waiting for the storm to die down a little bit. He's like weird about like getting a ride from anybody. He won't accept a ride from anyone. So I'm like, hey, like Cindy's here. She can like she can leave the store and still be on the clock. So like, you can probably ask her for a ride home if you want. And he's like, nah, I'll just wait for it to die down a little bit and walk home. Okay. I I believe he specifically said he would uh, walk in the rain and sing sea shanties and pretend to be a pirate. We like Daniel. Um, It makes sense. But like it continues to just piss down like just. It was like an hour of just this horrendous torrential downpour. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we also had the guys who come in and clean all our grease vents come in uh, and they like take out all of our equipment and they like power wash it. They put up like a a big plastic thing so that whenever they power wash the vents and everything, um, it collects all the water. But they got this power washer in and they're spraying everything down and getting everything all clean. and we don't get many customers in this time because of how hard it's raining. Uh, but this one woman comes in and she's like looking at stuff. And I'm like, hey, can I help you with anything? She's like, no, I'm really just like I'm door dashing. But like, I don't want to drive around in this rain. I really don't want to get wet. So I'm just hanging out. And as soon as she said that, that like, I don't want to get wet. The hose they had on their pressure washer just boom, 
boom, burst, and just douses her with water. <laughs> it was the most sitcom shit I've ever seen. Wow. Also, that's scary. Pressure is nothing to fuck around with. Oh, yeah, no, it, it went off like a gunshot. Like, it boom, like really thumping. Jesus Christ. Scared the shit out of everybody. Dude, that's scary. <laughs> it's just spraying water all over the store, and he's like, shit, fuck, and like running, trying to get it out of the store before he can turn it off. So he doesn't like cover the whole store in water. We still ended up having to mop up a bunch of water and like uh, clean off a bunch of merchandise from where it all got soaked, but it was just so funny. It was the instant she was like, yeah, I just really don't want to get wet. And then, boosh. Wow. What? It, just, it Wait, could not like, have been timed better. I, is that karma? Like, what the hell did she do earlier today? <laughs> I have no idea. It was so funny. I was the only person in the store who didn't get wet. And it <laughs> happened right next to me. Oh, man, it was so funny. Oh, I just saw my mic pick up my rice snack. Oh, no. Oh, it's boy, so loud I love editing. <laughs> that's so why good. I, I, that's why I put it down. I was like, "Oh no, Molly doesn't get to snack today." You <laughs> do. It's thirty minutes. We record for thirty minutes. I I took edibles so I could hang out here with my friend and talk about weird stuff. Yeah, we always talk about weird stuff. We're weird. Yeah, that's that's what wait that's. That's me co-hosting. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, we just be weird at each other for 30 minutes and for some reason 10 people listen a week. Hi, Zam. That's that's all, that's more people than I thought based on who's talking in the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone joins the Discord. I'm not sure why. You should be. Get in our Discord. Uh, probably Please. because uh, maybe they don't want to listen to all the other people. That you ever be. have autism? <laughs> constantly baby. and social anxiety and uh also like, i don't life. know maybe they just don't care enough which is you know it's fair i like to listen to artists um and then i don't ever read up on anything about them i mean that's different than like a podcast where we're like we're desperate please <laughs> please be my friend i'm so sad all the time <laughs> <laughs> like just because it's true does not mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lonely. Oh, we're just sitting here yelling on the podcast, just sobbing about it. <laughs> just crying loudly into a microphone. <laughs> Please! This is the content you guys come here for. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Please! <laughs> Speaking of Zam, I was talking about that uh, the Pathfinder 2 game I ran, where I was like, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, they shouldn't fight this big monster and they should run away. Mm-hmm. And Zam was like, uh, yeah, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> you knew we were going to fight the giant monster as soon as it showed up. You should have stated it. Eh. Eh. I mean, they had fun. That's what yeah. matters. Player's going to play. Truth. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you were like... And it's my I own advice it, I should follow. I gave it such a nice, like, cliffhanger ending. And then they ignore it. And that's what... They do be doing that constantly. Mm-hmm. Players will players will subvert your expectations, and They're by like, subvert your expectations, I mean shit on them. <laughs> also, uh, badger you into doing it because their curiosity must be sated. Uh, cliffhangers don't work in person. <laughs> we're not in person. We're over the internet. Would you know what? 
You know what I mean. We play on ForgeBTT.com. You talk on there? I mean, we use Discord. Yeah. But we use Foundry as our tabletop. Yeah, but you said you play on Forge, and I was like... Yeah, that's how we play. It's got what the stat blocks and the dice rollers and such. Hmm. You know, you could play on Forge in person if you all had laptops. Okay, but they live 12 hours away. Well, how was I supposed to know that? <laughs> uh, I've talked about the fact that they visited and they drove from 12 hours away to oh, visit right. me. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Which is like weird, right? Like these mm -hmm. people drove for literally half of a day to come hang out with me over a weekend. It's like, wow, that's some dedication to like this loser on the Internet. Yeah, that's what friends do sometimes. It's true, but it's like, especially given that Caleb was one of these people, like, if you had told me, like, six, seven years ago, whenever I was first listening to Trailblazers, and like, man, I should make my own podcast, so I'd really like to do this, like, really just simping over them, uh, that Caleb, who made Trailblazers, who makes this content I like, who has several thousand listeners, and is monetized and all this stuff, would come to my house and cook me dinner, I'd call you a crazy asshole. Mm -hmm. Well, he came to my house and he made me dinner. And dessert. He made tiramisu. That's very nice of him. And in return, your friend put on a very small swimsuit. <laughs> Bartlett is, is a magical individual. I can tell. He's like the closest thing to like being a, a literal, actual, like mischievous fae creature that humankind can produce. That looked like a terrible wedgie. All of those swimsuits do, honestly. He uh, said it was horribly uncomfortable. He did it. Yeah. He's that dedicated to the lulls. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be dedicated. Because wedgies are no fun. Ugh. I don't know. It depends on what you're into. People... People are into all kind of weird shit, Molly. I'm trying to figure out if I've seen that anywhere before. Cause like that's not like a that's not like an original thought. So I must have maybe I've seen it someplace. I mean, and also I'm like, how could anyone enjoy it? How Enough. could any why did people like feet so much, Molly? People are fucking weird. I don't know, but like feet aren't inherently like I don't know, chafing. What? <laughs> Never mind. It feels like that was. It feels like the you, first half of that sentence was one You won't know until you wear a really uncomfortable thong. I feel like you started a sentence and then had three sentences interject. Yeah, that's called ADHD, man. <laughs> and finish themselves in the middle of that sentence. Yeah. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, we're talking about Bartlett wearing thong, and I was like, how could anyone enjoy something so chafing? And you won't know unless you've worn a thong before. And I he didn't enjoy it. He just did it because it was funny. Yeah. But we were also talking about fetishes. And what was weird is like, I think he was wearing it underneath his clothes so that he could just kind of like, which like whip into it. And we went to like, we went to dinner first. So he was just like sitting there in that. That's some dedication. <laughs> which, okay. So. There was something okay. The place we went, um, Moonlight Barbecue, mm -hmm. 
It's one of those supposedly world famous barbecue joints. Uh, I think Moonlight might actually be because they're one of like the few places like Kentucky is one of the few places in the U.S. where like mutton is normal to have. Apparently, some places think it's like weird. I don't know why. I don't know. Um, I think it also depends on whether people eat lamb in general in that in an area. Yeah, but like it's still meat like meat is meat. I know, but have you met fucking people? All they want to eat is chicken tenders and ranch. Oh, no. I work at a gas station where we sell chicken tenders. You can't you can't punch me that directly in my wallet. <laughs> I'm I'm one of those people. That's all I like eating too sometimes. <laughs> but how else do you I, think I know? But like we we go to Moonlight and like usually when we go there, um like I don't have like a big group. So we're we're in the front of the restaurant, just like one of the tables. They've got a really nice buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, so it's like me and Sam and Ari and Caleb and like Zach is there. And like there's just a lot of us. So we get like one of the big tables in like the I guess it's like a party room where they got like the long tables that a lot of people can sit at. Mm-hmm. And we we have to pass by. So like it's a, a very like old family run kind of establishment. And they got some weird shit hanging up on the walls. Like, on the way out, we passed this picture hanging up of, like, this group of, like, four to five elderly gentlemen who are, like, the the head of some sort of clown association. And so it's this picture of a bunch of clowns with, like, these four to five dudes wearing fezzes looking smug like, like we are the clown lords we determine who is and is not clown kneel before us our honking majesty it was just like the most baffling thing to see up in a barbecue joint man you think that clown association had like a cabinet of eggs i hope so the clegs are legitimately one of like my favorite things I've ever written into like a little horror story. <laughs> also, West of Loathing has just like the the clowns are all demons. That's kind of what I did was mm-hmm. like I've mentioned where um, my group they're like we're gonna cross the river sticks despite that we're not supposed to do this right now. Mm. And so they went to hell for a ah. year. They were just in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things they did was they got tricked into going down into the the clown vault. And releasing the Clegs. The clown vault. <laughs> yeah, they went down where like all the, the eggs with the clown faces on them that were containing the horror terrors, the primal nightmares of humanity that had taken clown shape. <laughs> released them onto the world. They were unformed and then they were clown. Yeah, like what I came up with is like they there were like these entities that were manifest from all of mankind's deepest horrors and they were eventually captured and sealed away. Um, so like in hell they're sealed up. And the idea originally was they were going to like paint them as clowns and make them into something silly and fun so that they, people would no longer be afraid and take their power from them. But instead it just made clowns horrifying to everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And since now there's this new pervasive fear of clowns, like all horror is tainted with Clown magic. <laughs> uh, it kind of is. 
little bit. Kinda. Kinda a little bit. We all deeply fear clowns of some kind. Because it's your very earliest experience with Uncanny Valley sometimes. I think clowns, I don't think clowns are funny, but I find them fascinating. Right? Like, I, I understand, like, like where they came from and how people thought they were funny and, like, mm-hmm. how they did these comedy routines and all that stuff. And then, like, they're just kind of not culturally relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have so many different types of entertainment in the way Except that, like, horror. we... And, like, the way that we, like understand comedy has changed dramatically Mm -hmm. as a a culture. Um, So like clowns are just kind of like this weird outdated thing, but there are some people just like so dedicated to still being clowns. Well, I mean with the internet, we probably don't fully know like what the clown presence is on the internet currently, because it's not something that would be brought up in the algorithms. uh, If we're not interested. Right. I kind of do know because I, I just remember like I was on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and like I'm not on Facebook very often. It's really just like a, this is how I stay in touch with my family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get recommended this group called Clown Girl Honk Heaven. And I'm like, what is this? How often do you get recommended this? Uh I only got recommended it the one time because I I, I joined immediately. I was like, mm-hmm. I need I need to understand this. Oh, I'm so and glad so you're the same sort of person that I am where I see something fucking weird and I'm like, this looks harmless. Let's look at it. I must it is, know. It's <laughs> I literally just like have to know. It's like the do you remember like the 2006 goth emo girl scene where like they really just like did themselves up a whole bunch and they had just like an excessive amount of jewelry you mean and it was like, just a um, bunch of look at me was it like the scene thing or yeah was sure. part like, of it. like the really cartoony version of emo right yeah like the panic at the disco kids and like the people they're just like really over the top and they like take like uh circus troop leader kind of inspiration so like it's that kind of vibe it's not they don't dress that way, but they're like girls who like paint themselves up in clown makeup and like mm-hmm. the rainbow wigs and they give themselves like these cutesy, like really colorful emo girl outfits. I and mean, it's like the whole thing it's dedicated to. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't. Eat, that must have been super duper popular because it overlaps between like so many different like aesthetics um, like uh, like J-pop, um, like Harajuku. And goth oh. and scene. It's plus the clown. And it, it's just like it was a bonkers thing. Just I don't think I like I think I'm still part of the group, but like it doesn't like come up on my feed or anything anymore because like I never really interacted with it at all. It was just like I need to know what this is. And there were like four or five like really prominent figures in the group. And to their credit, they were actually like very pretty girls who actually like you could tell they they put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, So like good for them like if they actually enjoy doing that then fine but like it's just from like a standpoint of being a straight white dude raised in Kentucky it's just so off the beaten path it's like take a left turn and go as far into the woods as you can forget when the trail ends you just keep marching and then you'll find clown girl honk heaven I'm so surprised 
that that was not a porno group. <laughs> I think like one girl was like, yeah, I've got this clown only fans. And I was like, I don't want the terms clown only fans to ever come up on my feed ever again. Some one is definitely like super fucking into that. I'm sure they are. It's not me. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I only RP with anime girls. <laughs> 2D I, girls are inferior. You gotta cosplay for me to be into this clown stuff. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that old, like, there was like a copy pasta of like <laughs> this guy. He meets a really cute girl. Mm-hmm. They hit it off. They're, they're having a really good time. They start dating. Think they're ready to like take the next step. And she's like, um, I have a weird kink and I don't want you to make fun of me for it. And he's like, don't worry, baby. I'm down for anything. And she's like, I need you to dress as a Pokemon for me. Uh, and she opens up her closet and there's three costumes. There's Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. And she's like, just pick one and we can have at it. And he's like, I don't know. I guess I'll pick Bulbasaur. And then Gary Oak busts in the room and goes, then I'll pick Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> it's really funny. I miss, like, uh, you don't see a whole lot of that stuff anymore. Like, those old, like, green texts don't really pop up anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because oh, yeah. 4chan is, uh... Dead? Gotten worse, and also dead. Yeah, I think it was, like, going to go down until, like, I think, like, a Japanese company bought it and, like, saved it from going under. Wow. But, like, there, there was some definite like, yep, yeah, 4chan is not profitable and is very expensive and goodbye. Yeah. Which like, that's kind of like a weird. I I used to get on 4chan, kind of. I would go into the random boards and just do stupid shit every now and then when I was like 18, 19 years old. But like, I was never like really big into it. I never really like spent my life on 4chan like a lot of people I know did. That's so like, good. yeah, I mean, it's definitely better for me. I definitely did still see some shit that I probably shouldn't have, but um, that's uh, the internet for you. Like, I wasn't into 4chan, but I was into StumbleUpon, and so I got to see lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff. All right, here's kind of where I'm at. I remember, do you, were you one of the Gaia Online kids? No. I didn't okay, really play games so- with other people, especially not ones that cost money. <laughs> it's not really a game. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like a socialization. It, it's a bit of like a social media platform. It did have some games on it, but like kind of the mm-hmm. whole draw to it is you got this little avatar um, and you could customize it a whole bunch. And then like as you did stuff on the website, you would get gold and then you could spend the gold on getting like little special items and like dress up. And ooh, now I've got my own fancy, unique, special boy avatar. Wait, I'm like, there's something scratching my memories. I remember the dress up part. So I think I had one, but I don't remember like being on it enough to care. <laughs> Uh, that that was one of the things I did kind of lose myself to a little bit was being on that. And like, I didn't get to socialize a whole whole lot online when I was younger, mm-hmm. up until I was in like high school. Um, but I remember there was a point where like, if you were in any of the forums at a certain point in time, uh, one of the users like they just made like a throwaway account or something, but they scrubbed all of the online users from like the front pages of all of the forums 
and sent a private message of like uh you remember may remember like a long time ago there were like a whole bunch of those like really nasty crime scene photos that leaked online of like bodies decomposing in bathtubs and i don't like, remember that but i am probably i probably saw it i saw a it, lot of it was stuff like, it, it was like a bunch of really nasty stuff and like they had taken those and they sent those pictures to everyone who was online at the time and it was like this whole big thing where like all of these like really nasty photos for like gore and like dead bodies and all this stuff mm-hmm. was sent and i was one of the people who got them um and already at that point i was like i've seen these whatever <laughs> <laughs> and that was when i was like right? 16. <laughs> like oh man the internet will fuck you up like, real quick uh i know as americans we're like pretty majorly desensitized to like gore and violence so i've definitely seen a lot of videos of those and they're not they're really not fun to uh to remember but i think the worst thing i found um was actually when i wasn't stumbling it was more like through a porno site that i just kept clicking links and i saw child pornography somehow back before filters were better um and god that literally haunts me yeah, I, internet's a terrible, awful place. Um, yeah. But they've gotten much, much better at, and not necessarily gatekeeping it because that that like adds like levels, but more like uh, filtering it. Yeah, like I, uh, I, I somehow managed to avoid that. Um, I never God. got hit with that, dude. Just thank your lucky stars you haven't seen it. It it literally is one of the few images in my head that's like ingrained, and I hate it. I. Yeah, I th- I think the only thing that really really stuck with me was um there's that one video like it was kind of like a big thing where like a senator who had been like harassed mm-hmm. after I don't remember the exact circumstances but there was this senator who went on television and pulled out a gun um and they they cut the feed so like it wasn't televised but the cameras were still recording so the footage exists um and it was like, he pulls out the gun and he's like, nobody worry, I'm not going to hurt anybody, I'm not going to do anything. And they put the gun in his mouth, killed himself. He tried to do it on light TV, but of course the people, the producers were smart enough to be like, as soon as they, he brought out the gun, they were smart enough to cut the feed. So mm-hmm. it wasn't televised. But like, I did see that video of him shooting himself. And that, that is the one thing that like, oh, yeah, ooh, oh no, there's so much more blood coming out than I thought there would be. Oh no. Right. There's a lot of, um, I've seen a lot of electrical accidents and a number of like explosion videos and they lots and lots of like um, decomposition photos, which are actually not nearly as horrifying as the ones of people actually dying, like in the process. Yeah, yeah, to a point like because decomposition is like, oh, like the, the whole all the skin on the hand just degloves off what the hell that's crazy um and maybe that's why true that, crime like, is easier to stomach and that and that even can just be like fascinating because like to a point like we're still studying the way bodies decompose mm-hmm. um for forensic science yes because you know the more you know about how a body decomposes how long it takes what the conditions are and stuff like that like you're going to be able to more accurately identify like how somebody died and then have a better chance at like actually catching a criminal. If you understand the circumstances of somebody's death. So like in like, it's not good that those pictures can just be stumbled upon. Like it, it's 
bad. It's a bad Some thing. Upon it no longer exists. This is why I said it's better filtered nowadays. But like it, the fact is, like a lot of that stuff just does exist floating around. And with mm-hmm. kids these days getting on the internet earlier and earlier, it's like it's eh. parents need to be more proactive and maybe think like, mm, don't let your kids on the internet so much. And if you do let them on the internet, you need to like very, very carefully curate where they can and cannot go. Yeah, it's important. I mean, it's there's some horrifying stuff. I think um, the thing that I think would affect children the most is actually those like family content farms where like people will film their children. It's it's weird. I don't like the idea of putting children online before they have the ability to consent and like really consent, not just say like, oh, yeah, mommy, I could do that. Stuff like that. I I really, really, really don't like it. Yeah, and most of the people I've seen, and like, boy, howdy, if you're a Turkey Tom fan, you'll find a lot of these. They're like a lot of those like people who are like kids when they started making content, uh, and they get that attention. Mm-hmm. And of course, like the more brazen and like crazy things they do, the more attention they're going to get. So it kind of leads them down this self destructive path where it's like I'll say and do any stupid shit to keep getting these people's attention mm-hmm. because they don't know any better. And then it, it starts leading them into really dark places and making really bad decisions. Like filming your kids one off is like one thing, but like it, it stops becoming like a parent um, child relationship after a point and it just becomes content. Everything becomes content. Yeah. And it's you. I can't imagine a human being being used like that growing up into someone that is happy with their life. Yeah, it, it's it's a bad scene all the way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny, like the whole the whole point I was trying to get to, like with, with this 4chan thing that brought us on this tangent is like, mm-hmm. I really don't know how I would feel about 4chan going down. Actually, because, we're talking about a restaurant that brought us onto this tangent. But like 4chan. On one hand, it's like, yeah, take it down. It's full of fucking terrible people. Yeah. But on the other hand, like that, that's been around. It's almost like a historical monument in a way and in a very odd way i can understand because like it's just been around so long since like very very early on the internet like is 4chan gonna become one of our like like really old books that's really 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 bad but we keep it around for posterity to let people in the future learn from it does that make sense yeah like it's are are these it, are these boards going to become like books of the millennials? You know what I mean. It's just such a mixed bag. Not like, not books. It's weird. Like ancient tomes, something like that. The, you know what I mean. The carven stone tablets <laughs> are scrolls of, the of yore. The Back in of my yore. day, when you wanted to get on the internet, you couldn't use the telephone, and a robot screamed at you for five minutes. I don't know. It's like it's like a it's like a crowdfunded um like novel almost. That sounds terrible. Right? Well, 4chan is terrible. But like think of like um like what what was on before oh Friendster before MySpace and MySpace and Facebook and Twitter and all of these things that people have said. If everything ended today and all they found were those things, how would they 
they would use it like we use like say cuneiform tablets to study mesopotamia when when humanity is destroyed and the aliens come and scavenge the burned out husk of our planet <laughs> after we've fucking set it on fire ourselves because that's where we're going mm-hmm. um they're gonna look at the internet and think this will was they for even the best. be able to look at the internet <laughs> really if everything was destroyed I mean, and the connections were damaged would they even be able to see the internet well, yeah or would it just collectively it, like disappear into the mists of time because like as if any amount of hard drives survive, like we've got server farms and bunkers underground that are just hordes and hordes of data. That's fair. Like internet backups, things like that. Like mm-hmm. they'll be able to find that kind of stuff. And it, it's not going to be the whole internet, of course not. Like there's plenty of websites that get plenty of traffic that are literally just a fucking laptop sitting on somebody's desk somewhere. Yeah. And that kind of I stuff. I mean, that'll, we do that'll have the way right back away. machine, I guess. So. Fucking Wayback Machine. You know, Unis Honest really hates the Wayback Machine. Yeah, I've watched <laughs> uh, Unis Honest on the Wayback Machine. I know they hate it, but like, please, it's it's really uh, it's posterity, please. <laughs> but like, I, I get like their point is like, yeah, it's meant to be like here it is, and once it's gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like they they were doing this whole thing with it, but. I, I can understand like wanting and like you like going on faith, like our users are going to be cool and they're not going to archive our shit and not going to re upload it and that kind of stuff. But like you have to understand, and I'm sure they do to some extent, but that once something is on the internet, it's on there for good. Yes. Well, it's Unisonis, impossible to scrub it. Unisonis is gone. The Wayback Machine is just looking at like pictures, not pictures, but quote unquote pictures of the past. It's, it's got snapshots, which means like they saved the HTML code. Yeah, they saved um, the snapshot, like they saved the pictures. So we're just looking at memories of the internet. But no, if you use the Wayback Machine, you can you, you can go to like a specific date on the Wayback Machine using the Unisonus URL and like watch their old videos that way. Yeah, it doesn't work with all of them, um, but yeah, like that's that's why they're kind of miffed about it. I mean, like they wanted just it like to be. You know how the uh, uh, Mark and Ethan had deleted a couple of videos off their channel during the Unisonis period? It's the same thing where you could use the Wayback Machine to see those videos before they were deleted. Um, and like, I don't know, Unisonis is still gone. They're not making new content. They don't have an official channel anymore. We're just looking at snapshots. Yeah, but the thing, like, they don't want those snapshots to exist. Yeah, well, that's fucking tough shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm arguing, it's that it's, I'm arguing that it's technically gone and not causing any real problems. It's not causing any real problems, no. It's just, like, I understand from their standpoint that, like, they wanted it to be this one-off thing. Like, once it's gone, it's gone. But, like, once something is on the internet, it's, like, you you can't ever really get rid of it. That's why... And you really it's, ever... It's, like, not, funny. You really shouldn't, honestly. And that's why it's funny. Like, you'll you'll get, like, these politicians who will have, like, one picture of them. Like that a Beyonce picture. Stupid. Yeah. Um, And they're like, this needs to be taken down. We're going to take legal action and blah, blah, blah. We're going to make sure this picture never shows up again. It's like, no. It, listen, you cannot sue every human on Earth. Because you definitely won't win that. <laughs> like, that, they're once like, it's well, there, you scrub this file from the internet, and you're like, 
Did you? It's impossible. It's impossible. Someone like, has it saved you, somewhere. As, yeah, as soon as you think it's taken down, somebody's going to re-upload it from their phone. There's nothing you can do about it. And the more you try it's and take it down, now. the harder people are going to save it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, going to push it back it. as hard as they can. Yeah. And and it's funny because there's like so many pictures of like Vladimir Putin that have been like photoshopped or, where he's wearing makeup and like lipstick. And oh, like, yeah. Like, riding on the stuff. unicorn. It's amazing. Them. Right. He hates them so much and he will do everything in his power to make sure that it, it stays out of mainstream media. But like the moment you go past that very, very top surface layer of scum on the Internet, there it is a hundred thousand times. Yep. Can't get rid of it. There it is. Nope. All right, but that is our time for this week. Any any final things you want to share, Molly? I don't know. That time went by very fast. It did. Mm-hmm. I like these. I like charisma checks because we just get Excuse to babble. Me. We do. I kind of want to do like a. We do. We babbling do, fools. I kind of. I kind of do want to do like a distractible kind of thing. Like I don't know. Maybe that that could be like an idea for a second podcast or something. If like we ever really have the energy to do it. Yeah, so you could time. do like a just talk about random shit, but it's like an interview. Um, but I, I like their format of like there's a judge and they present a topic and then everyone else has to talk on that topic and they mm-hmm. like, just kind of arbitrarily choose a winner. And like Distractable's <laughs> funny as shit. Like that's they're so good. They're really, really funny. Um, I love uh, Ethan and uh, Jacksepticeye. Oh, my God. They're so funny. They I just ramble on. I recently. Stuff. I recently found out that Danny Sexbang has a podcast. Has he? Yeah, it's oh, called Balls in Your Ear. Balls in Your Ear. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds about like a Danny Sexbang thing. I mean, is it it's about like this sports? football-centric podcast? It's just really funny. <laughs> That's amazing. But, uh, all oh, right, I love, so thank yeah. you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash d20dudes, uh, twitter.com slash d20dudes, or at d20dudes on Twitter want to hit us up there you'll find me simping over hokey crow on there a lot who's that i name? do that a lot uh he was one of the guys he whenever if the emperor had a text speech device was still going he was one of the voice actors uh he voiced uh chapter master cave on trike of the raven guard i see um he is the voice of captain zedek masca dolce in um warhams and is the voice of Rahua and Rock Grind. He's they got a pretty good little actual play set of podcast going on. Very funny dudes, very cool guys. Yeah. And I followed him on Twitter. I, I did an interview with him on this podcast. He's a very cool dude. Well, that's fun. And like so much of my like so much of what I do on the D20 dudes Twitter is just going and like, oh, what did Hulky post today? And he posted something like, I I have to spend so much of my willpower not favoriting things because if people saw all the stuff that I want to favorite, they would understand my true power level. And like within seconds of him posting that, I was like, your power level's got it. You got to have at least three power, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing stupid shit like that. I love Hulky. Good man. Good boy. Good lad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Discord. Link to that is down in the description if you want to hang out with us on Discord. And patreon.com slash d20dudes if you want to support the podcast like our friends Jenny and Word and Ken and Zam. Oh, yeah. I was in the middle of doing that before we started. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, We'll roll a d20 and see what next week's topic is going to be. I rolled a two again. So I think I'm going to re-roll this because we just did a favorite tabletop tales. Oh. 
I think we give that one a little bit of breathing room before we go back I'm to like, it. I'm like, can I even find any more? <laughs> it's like, Liz, we haven't played in a while. Hold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it is number 12, Clantoriador in Vampire the Masquerade. Ooh, more vampires. They're the, they're the sexy vampires. Ooh. Ooh it's Brittany, really. bitch. What? <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll catch you in next week's episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.